When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter, MusicityMiracles.com. Today is Thursday, September the 14th. Uh, the Titans were on the practice field for the first time yesterday in preparation for the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, we talked before about Wednesday injury reports and how they mean very little. Um, so the Titans did have a handful of players that did not practice yesterday. Traylon Burks, not injury-related. Uh, Amani Hooker concussion and DeAndre Hopkins ankle all did not practice. Now, the one that I'm concerned about there is Amani Hooker. Uh, Variable said after the game on Sunday that he was in the concussion protocol. I think I, I would have to go back and look through it. I don't even really know how to do that. But I think that since Variable has been here, there have been very, very few guys, if any, that have played the week following a concussion. Um, they've just been really cautious with those things which makes perfect sense so again like we'll see how it goes and you know once these things start progressing once guys start progressing through the protocol they can do it pretty quickly but Amani Hooker is the one that I'd be concerned about right now whether or not he's going to play um just because like I said of the history of that we we kind of know how it goes so he's the one to really keep an eye on um you know Hopkins finished the game so I I would say he's going to get a lot of Wednesdays off this year, um, just because of the of his age and all that stuff, so no real concern there. Again, it's Wednesday. Who cares? Um, three guys were limited in practice: Christian Fulton, hamstring; Ty J. Spears, ha- or groin; Tier Tart, groin. And Fulton, look, uh, you, you, the soft tissue things with him are well chronicled, right? I mean, Bull called him out about it basically in the off season, and here we are in week one, going on a similar road. Uh, the fact that he was listed as limited is probably a good sign. Uh, means that maybe he has more of a chance than if he were listed as do, did not practice. He did come back in the game on Sunday, but did not look good when he came back in the game. So, um, you know, w- we'll see how that goes. But I won't be surprised if he don't if he doesn't play, and I won't be particularly surprised if he does play either. But you know, who knows? We'll just have to see how it goes. 
Spears finished the game. Tart did go out at one point, but I feel like he came back in too. So no huge concerns there. And then Trey Avery uh, was listed as full with the hamstring injury. Dylan Radins also listed as full with the knee. Both those guys were inactive last week. Um, so the fact that they're full on Wednesday is a good sign. But again, we'll have to wait and see Thursday, Friday to see really how that tr- what how that trend moves and to see if if we think they have a shot to play. But um, you know, again, my biggest concern of all these guys is Amani Hooker, and then secondly would be Christian Fulton. Now, then you're missing two guys in your secondary against a very good Chargers passing game. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Elijah Molden might get the start at safety if Hooker can't go. Um, you have to shuffle around the corners with with Fulton out. We'll kind of see what they decide to do. Uh, the other thing that kind of caught some legs on Wednesday, so to speak, was Ryan Tannehill's comments about when you're just basically ready to move on from week one. And, you know, I don't know what it really matters what he says. Um, I know I, I think we all want him to, like, fall on the sword and, you know, talk about how bad he played and, like, basically apologize to us for how poorly he played. But listen, um, Ryan Tannehill knows how bad he played. Like, and, and if you, if it's gonna make you feel better for him to say it, then you know, like, I'm sorry you didn't get that yesterday. But what he says here doesn't matter. What he says does not matter. All that matters is how he plays against the Chargers on Sunday. That's it. And so, you know, again, like, we have these camps, and I would love, love to get in a place where we have a quarterback that everybody like knows is good and we can't argue about anymore. I was on um, the Lightning Round podcast, which is another fan's first sports podcast uh, for the Chargers earlier this week and was talking to the guy there and it was like, you know, Jamie is his name. And it's like, you know, the, the Chargers paid Justin Herbert, right? And Justin Herbert hasn't won anything to this point. And he got paid a bunch of money. Right. And, and so part of you is like, man, is it worth that? Like, you know, has he earned that contract? But at the same time, I don't think there's anybody around the Chargers debating whether or not Justin Herbert is good, debating whether or not he should be the quarterback, you know. And so, like, I long for that day. I don't know that we are anywhere close to that day with the Titans because I don't know that, you know, even with spending a second round pick in the past draft and a third round pick in the draft before that. Um, I don't know even with that if the Titans have the the next guy on the roster. But, you know, I just long for a day where we don't have two camps on a quarterback, right? Because, I mean, you can go – I mean, even – listen, they, the, it, really, really, the Titans have never had a quarterback that everybody was on board with them being good. You go all the way back to Steve McNair. And, listen, Steve McNair is, is probably my favorite player. He and Derrick Henry are like 1-1A one one to ever play for this franchise. Um, and, like, there were there were people, even in McNair's MVP year, that talked about how, how he wasn't that good. Okay? So, um, you know, like, we go all the way back. And then you can uh, Locker and, and Mettenberger. And, I mean, and, and listen, those guys weren't good, right? But the Mariota, I mean, the two camps on him. And, again, he was just an average quarterback. Like, he wasn't that good. He wasn't that bad. He was, he was average. Um, Ryan Tannehill has been way better than that. Um, is he a, is he a superstar, you know, no doubt franchise guy? No, but have there been a couple seasons here where more than half the league would have rather had him their quarterback? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it, it's like th- there are some, anyway, all that to say, there's a, there's a group of people that are never going to be happy with what Ryan Tannehill says or does. 
Okay. Even even if he even if he goes out on Sunday and throws three touchdowns, three hundred yards, no interceptions, there's still going to be people. Well, look what he did last week; it's not that good, right? And then there are people that are big fans and, and can't see any wrong. And so, like, again, I try to be perfectly reasonable. I think I'm. I, I think I am perfectly reasonable. I mean, we all think we're perfectly reasonable, right? But like, trying to be the most reasonable Titans fan on the internet. That's what I have. Um, but like. Like Ryan Tannehill is what he is, and Sunday was bad. This Sunday could be good. It might be bad. This last Sunday, and we've been over this before, but like last Sunday might have been the beginning of the tail off from him, and he might be bad all year, and it might be an easy, no doubt, move on at the end of this year. Maybe last Sunday was just a bad game. He's knocking some rust off. He comes out and plays well this Sunday. Don't know yet. But the thing is, we got to wait and see. And so, regardless of what he says in a, I don't care what he says in a press conference. I mean, you know, he came back after the Bengals playoff loss and talked about how he had to go to therapy and all that stuff. And it's like, man, I, I mean, like that's that's tough, right? He had to work through that stuff. But ultimately, and you know, personally, I hope it all works out for him. I hope that you know he he clears all that stuff. But as far as on the football field, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how how he takes it. We just need to know how he plays. We just need to see how he plays. And so that's what we're looking forward to this Sunday is how does he play? And then we'll evaluate that and we'll go on from there. So anyway, press conferences don't matter. When the press conference lose the press conference, who cares? Results on the field, all that matter. All right, that'll do it for today. Thanks so much for listening. As always, again, it's Home Run Throwback. Search it out where you get your podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, all those good things. MusicityMiracles.com. We will have plenty on this game. So, uh, or, you know, on the pre- plenty of preview for the coming up, for the upcoming game against the Chargers. That was, that was terribly constructed. Sorry about that. Um, so we'll have plenty of that. Check that out. And again, I'm on Twitter at jmorrismcm. Thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you again tomorrow. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Home Run Throwback is a part of the Fans First Sports Network.